0: Say what? Say what radio show with no agenda. It's always a surprise, but if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. (coughs) And welcome to the Say What Show. It's November 5th, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is uh, Dolly Howard, Walt Silva, and Nicholas D., um dolly hi good night good morning good afternoon <laughs> evening whatever it is
1: good morning happy new year, good year, afternoon, Dolly. afternoon
0: and good evening merry christmas <laughs> easter happy new year happy halloween
2: <laughs> time is just an option
0: okay so nick is typing nick are you telling us our sound is off uh no i'm okay oh okay Everybody sounds good? So far, yeah. Okay. And well, <clears throat> you did increase your what what I
2: told you the game. Uh, I did. I did. I don't know how I sound. It's up to you guys to tell me. Oh, you sound good. You sound, sound good. Sound good to me. Will you go up
0: just a little bit more because when I get the tapes, you're lower.
1: Even though it sounded okay. right. Okay. Don't forget, y'all, to change your clocks back, who this pertains to. Change your clocks back an hour. Tonight? Yes, you must get up at 2 a.m. in the morning and change all your clocks, (laughs) or the clock regulator people will come and get you.
3: Wait, is is there a clock fairy or something? (laughs) There's a
1: clock regulator. Oh. Yes. Whose payroll is he on? let
0: Let me hear Walt. Please. Thank you. Walt. One, two,
2: three, one, two, three. two, three. Écoutez, s'il vous plaît. Écoutez, s'il vous plaît. Écoutez, Monsieur Walt.
0: He sounds good. He sounds good. All right. Excellent. So, um, Dolly, do you have something you wanted to start us off with?
1: Why, yes. I happen to take notes. <laughs> um, I was... Deanna sent me a a link to a a story about let me see if I can see it here on the email. Yes. A whistleblower. MSM whistleblower. And she's a fox whistleblower, too. Let me try to copy this link Open link, bookmark, save link, copy link, and I'm gonna put it in the listeners' chat room. Paste. There you go. And this lady, her name is um, Ivory Hector. The guy who was whose show she was on is Jason. Sure, Shurda, I think it is. Jason Shurka, I think it is, and uh, it's very, very interesting. Um, she is. She used to work for Fox, and she wanted to quit because they weren't letting her report everything she wanted to report. Uh, they weren't letting her tell the whole story. And she found Ver, Verita Verita, and uh, joined in with them. And so because of all the contract paperwork and she wasn't allowed to quit, the people on Verita said to her, Well, just go ahead when you're on, report the whole story. And they can fire you. So she said, "Well, that's a good idea." So she was scared, scared about doing it. What would happen to her? But she did. And they show the the clip where she got. She said, "Fox is not letting me report whole stories," and so she she started reporting a whole story, <laughs> and she got. Uh, fired that night, but it was a weird way where how they fired her. The real people at Fox didn't didn't tell her personally. They contacted a third party who who told her that she was fired. <laughs> she said they didn't have enough gumption to to fire me themselves. And then a week later, she got a a snail mail letter saying she was fired. (laughs) But uh, in this clip, what happened to my notes? In the clip, she tells about Tucker. Because if you watch this, you know Tucker gets away with saying just about any daggone thing he wants to say. Um, And it is because Tucker is a big draw. He has the most listeners of all of Fox. So, his attitude is, um, okay, you want to fire me? Go right ahead. And they don't fire him because... He's the top hitter with uh, the listeners, and uh, so he can say anything he wants to, just about anything he wants to. I think he also monitors himself every once in a while, Uh, and I found this very interesting. You really need to listen to her. She gives you more details and stuff. Um, and I had another thing. Oh, did I put the link in the in the chat room? oh shit
0: I think you did you see. you you sounded like you did,
1: oh yeah, I did. It's in there if you all wanna wanna go there it it's really, really interesting, and if you want it can take you to uh Jason and ivory's uh unified. They, they are together now under a channel named U-N-I-F, like Frank, Y-D, like dog, unified. Um, I went there and checked around it, and I said, oh, it looks interesting. I'll go there when I want to do something that because I'm bored or something. Um, so that's what I had to say about that. Then I have another thing seeing as I have before that thing with Paul Pelosi that is the strangest weirdest craziest story um why slow down golly okay we know that the Nancy Pelosi that we see is not Nancy Pelosi we all know that well, those who believe in in the uh, conspiracy theory stuff. Um, so, why in the world would they be putting out this story? About, oh, I believe the crash was a crash. I believe that. Um, but why would they put out this story about a man in underwear with a hammer, and uh, they were together for a half hour before Pelosi locked himself in a bathroom and made a phone call to the police. And and then the third person, who now they're saying, was oh, old Pauly himself, answered the door when the police came. And, and then there's a part where Pelosi and... The guy in the underwear, who is now a guy in shorts, were fighting over the hammer, and the guy in the shorts under- underwear hit Pelosi on the head. but he also Pelosi also got wounded on the hand and the arm, but they don't tell how that happened and And the story keeps changing uh, periodically throughout the days since it was announced. Why are they trying to take people's eyes into this event so they aren't looking somewhere else? What's going on that they don't want us to see? That's what I'm wondering about, that story. And uh, I'm done. Thank you, Nancy.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Dolly. Uh, The Pelosi story, okay, it, it, it it comes down to the fact that the police went in there and were there, supposedly when Pelosi was actually struck and I thought, "Whoa, somebody's gonna go after them for not acting quicker, okay and sure enough, supposedly, Nancy Pelosi is bringing charges against these people or an investigation into that that this is this is just a report I heard on Fox, <laughs> okay. So, um, in retaliation, the police released the actual true version of what happened to a reporter. And then that reporter went on NBC and reported, actually Jan played that segment uh, on her show. Went on and said, you know, this is what the news story is, and then immediately that segment was taken down by an an NBC, NBC, on YouTube and on the on the station. Um. So the story now that you have to accept is probably being more real because. Okay, it could have been BS, but not the response that NBC made indicates to me that this is true if you took it right down, right? I, I, I don't believe the other way around. And so let's just assume it's true. So you got Pelosi answering the door. They're supposed to have been there for half an hour. The alarms never went off, and Pelosi answers the door. And he immediately walks away from the police So he gets into the vicinity of uh, his assailant and the assailant clunks him on the head. Now, this doesn't make any sense to anybody because if you were really so fearful that you went to the bathroom and why did he let you go to the bathroom to make a call that was a very cryptic call and... Why did you not seem to have any fear of the person? And then you walk over to him and he clunks you on the head. If I was a conspiracy kind of person, (laughs) I would look at this as, okay, first off, how do you know it was Pelosi that made the phone call? Where'd that story come from? It came from the residents, but do you know actually that that was Pelosi on the phone? Okay, that's question number one. Number two, where's all the video? There's no security video come out? There's no uh, a police video come out? Where's the video? So somebody's trying to tell us a lie. Otherwise, they would have showed us what really happened. There it is on video. They don't have to tell you. They can show you. But somebody is mucking with this stuff. So what if Pelosi was just there with David... And that's why David was in his underwear. And all of a sudden, the police are at the door. So they've probably been doing drugs, or they've probably been doing alcohol or something, you know. And he goes to the door, and he sees the police, and his instinct is to go back to what he considered safety, which is David, not the police. And then David suddenly attacks him. How do we know that David wasn't under some kind of a, a control? How do we know that the guy David was... I mean, because you could go the other way and you could say, well, maybe it was all a setup and somebody's you know, going to pay David off to do this. and This guy is not that stupid. I mean, you hope he isn't. Yeah, why don't you try attempted murder and uh, you'll be okay. I mean, he's supposedly this drug addict. Who knows? But I don't think that sets as well as the real weirdo stuff because the longer we talk about this, the weirder things get. And I was listening to Alex Collier. Thank you, uh, Walter, for sending me that. And he was saying that the vast majority of people that we think are... Nancy Pelosi's and Biden's and all that well we don't but other people do are actually clones but he brought something up that is very interesting he said that the clones are being controlled by entities and I'm not really
2: demonic entities demonic entities
0: Demonic ent- entities. That's yes. why
2: the people. That's why the people in those barges are specially trained because these these demonic entities have the ability to jump from body to body, so they need to make sure that when they isolate these, they won't jump onto anybody that else. So the crew on those barges are specially trained, I guess, psychically, because it's a it's it's a very sensitive issue.
0: Okay, you jumped subjects here for a second. All right. What, what barges what, what he's talking about is that Alex actually got into uh the concept of what's gonna happen to these clones well they're not, they're gonna be you know arrested, but they're gonna be put into these he's what he's calling barges they're prison ships that are and actually I'm wondering if they're not the prison ships that we were cracking back in I don't know, 2018 or something. Yeah,
2: the hospital ships, one on the East Coast, was one on the West Coast. Remember the photos?
0: Yeah, but no, these were these were actually prison ships. One was in New York and I think another one in California that were supposed to be going to Gitmo. Don't you remember? Yeah. Okay, so you've got that. I mean, this is what's so interesting about what's happening is a lot of those stories that didn't seem to have an ending as we get closer to the ending, there's, there's threads now come back and give us more answers. So, yeah, we, they, they, there was a whole big to-do about these prison ships moving towards south towards G- G- Tomino, Gitmo. And that when you got there, they were going to take the VIP prisoners or something. I don't know. And so but but then there was nothing about it. And I've seen pictures, of course, you know, they could do hide anything. I've seen pictures of Gitmo, but nothing really recent and so you don't know. Well are they there? Is anybody, you know, talking about it? No, but except maybe Alex. Maybe he's referenced it before. But anyway, so that's what he's talking about, that these clones that are being controlled by demonic entities are gonna be put on these barges. And then there's going to be special, and they, I think he said that there would be humans and uh, off-worlders that would be guarding these people. You know, people very highly trained and not being able to allow that to happen. But, the fact of the matter is is that earlier in the day, I'm listening to Alex, and then this this question comes up again, you know, and I'm thinking about it as Jan is relating the whole thing, and I'm going, I wonder if the Because uh, real raw news, whether it's real or not, said that when Pelosi was supposedly attacked, the commander of uh, Gitmo said it was a clone because Pelosi's here. We've got him. He's here for life. Whoever it was, it was not Pelosi. So that article came out in, in real raw news. And so I'm thinking to myself, I wonder if this is a clone. That's got an entity that can make the jump, and that entity went from Paul to David, and then that entity forced David to clunk him on the head. I know that sounds crazy, but the synchronicity. Maybe that, that's
2: that's how you deal with a uh, demonic possession—you with a hammer. <laughs> I don't know. The tools of the trade. I don't know, but it, you know,
0: it it, it was like yeah I get these downloads of stories, and as I'm listening to Jan go through I'd heard all the this information I'd seen the tape I knew about it, but as she started it up again because I wasn't listening for the details, I already knew it, I sort of like got a little you know zoned out, and as it happens, I'm starting to see this this story happen in front of me. Oh, Paul Pelosi's there with his friend David having a little fun and all of a sudden the police are there. He goes to the door because he doesn't know and he's kind of all screwed up and he looks and he sees the police which are scarier than David. David's his lover. So he runs to David and then David clunks him on the head. How does that happen? And to me, you know, all of a sudden I'm seeing like, you know, oh, David got, was possessed and clunked him. And I'd forgotten about this jumping back and forth thing, Walt well, and but I had heard the the thing about the clone having just heard it. I'm going like, Oh wow, that's really, really so I don't know. But um that would sure answer a few questions. And somebody made the phone call, but not not Paul. Somebody else made the phone call so the police would show up. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, that makes more sense than the rest of the story. I mean, the the other alternative, they broke in. <laughs>
2: what's what's really really sad is that this is news. This is what we should be focused. <laughs> this wow, this is really sad. If this is what, because what I find more interesting was uh, so, something that uh, Alex said. About next week, the supposed uh, election is he kept referring to if happens, if it ha- he's not he's not a certain at all that there's going to be a general election, November 8th. He keep. he kept saying if so. So he made it sound like the military are going to step in you know, before this thing happened, if, if, if it happens, it's going to be, he's going to be surprised if there's an election, because he, he takes it for granted, that it's going to be manipulated again. Again, they're going to putz around with this election process. And again, they're going to try to manipulate it. So he, he's surprised, if, even if they go through with it. Because it seems like the intention is not to let it go through and have the military step in. And take control of this uh, circus No. because it, it is
0: no, you know? that's not going to happen. Think about it. Oh, you 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 don't you you're not looking at what's happening on the television, at least Fox, mm-hmm. but um, there there is so much energy all over the nation concerning this midterm. I mean, they 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 go, they take their cameras, they go out with certain candidates, they talk to the people that are there, and so it's a really Good way of seeing what's what's happening, and you've got Republicans filling venues for all the speakers, and Obama shows up at a democratic uh, you know thingy, and he almost filled the gymnasium in a high school, almost filled it where as every other venue for the Republicans is completely filled. you take people like Kerry Lake who absolutely Jan, Jan brought this up. I was just I was at first I, I was kind of stunned that she said it and then I started just laughing because man, this woman is just like in your face she's a she's like a female Trump, only better at it because she's got the details and she's got a, a charisma and a finesse about the way she says things. But Hillary Clinton came out and attacked her. And she had been attacked by Hillary, and then she had just prior to that she had been attacked by uh, Cheney, Liz Cheney. And so she goes back on uh, one of the Fox people—I don't remember which one—and she says, "She says, well, Cheney didn't bother me," she said, "but I got a little apprehensive concerning Hillary's, you know, going after me." And that's when she said, so I just want to make a public announcement that I'm in absolutely good health, my brakes in my car are fine, and I'm not suicidal. She says this on national television.
1: All right? I love that woman.
0: <laughs> you know, uh, because we know, everybody out there, that Bill and, and Hillary have a whole series of unsolved murders around them.
3: Clinton body count
0: a big body count never mind the you know what we know that was there to, you know in the press and stuff but the other stuff is just even deeper and darker but anyway so you have a massive wave of us voters standing up they're having um, excessive amounts of early voting being done by republicans not the Democrats. The Democrats are out there, but the and the, but it's normally the Republicans wait until the day of the election. No, they're 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 voting early, and so and that
1: and I voted yesterday at the poll.
0: Yeah, you did an early voting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I did a mail-in voting here in, Di- in Miami-Dade. You mail in the ballot, and then you go to a portal on the Miami-Dade election website. And you can actually confirm that they got you they got not only that you they got the ballot but that they counted the vote okay so do they
1: say what you who you voted
0: for why would they I was the one that voted for them I know who I voted for
1: well I know but no no
0: they don't as a matter of yeah. fact I was trying to figure that out because I you know I went through this local election but it was a state-run election. And I'm trying to remember. I remember when I'd come in in the morning, we knew how many uh, early voting uh, had occurred. And but I'm thinking, and I go, I, but we never, we never knew what the the results were until after the polls closed in Miami Dade on election night. So it, it's probably being tallied. I'm sure it is. I think that's why Florida could, you know, put their results up that fast but the fact that they got it and that you can confirm it it's just uh, it's you know nothing's foolproof but this feels to me to be pretty solid the way they're they're voting down here um but anyway so yes uh there is a tremendous wave of people so, so it it's unlikely that they can cheat enough if there's enough people that vote Walt. Okay? Now, could they... I mean, if I know that, they certainly know that. So, if you think that there's going to be too many people voting, then you might do something drastic. But, I don't see that happening. I see that this, this whole last 20 months that we've been living through, this nightmare, is... Designed to get us to this election because it's a referendum on how many people are awake and active. Because if you look at what we've seen and heard from a lot of places, um, remember that guy from Israel, the uh, space commander whatever he was for all those years, who said that the ETs were the ones that were preventing everybody from knowing the the truth because they didn't feel that we were ready. And whichever way the United States goes, that's where everybody else is going to go. And if there is so many people that vote that there's no way that they can cheat no matter what they try to do, it will be seen. No, the White well, House, I, I don't think you'll see a military intervention unless, you know, they try some horrendous other thing, which I don't think they're
1: going to. Dolly? Biden was on TV uh, um, saying well, he made some kind of speech. I don't know when I watched this. Uh,
0: Who are you talking about?
1: Uh, Biden. Biden making some speech, and I was watching Fox, and they showed a part of Biden's speech where he was basically warning us, we're going to mock with your uh, election, and you have to take whatever the answer comes out. Well, one of the Fox uh, people, I forgot who it was, said, well, okay, is Biden going to be able to take the results of the election? Because they were saying the same thing That you just said There's too many people They can't cheat that bad anymore They can't pull it off As a cheating one anymore um, So Biden admitted They're going to try And I, That's why I find it so interesting How many people Are going to be able to see this Finally see this and say, oh my gosh, there were too many people voting Republican, uh, to have, cause I, I think they're going to try to do big numbers in the Democrat, uh, for the Democrats. Um, but, but I think they're going to muck, they're going to, they're going to oh. screw themselves over by trying to do this. And I think the White Hats are allowing these elections to go on like, like, that's, I want to say,
3: Dolly.
1: normal, because they want the people to wake up, the ones that are being so hard-headed. They want them to finally admit, oh, yeah, we are being mocked with. So I think that's why they're letting those elections go on. Here it is in your face, people. Look at it. So um, I'm done.
3: Uh, I wonder, you know, how many still believe that the uh, last election was, uh, was not rigged? I mean, do you folks feel that in the States there are still people thinking that it was a fair election?
0: Well, yes. And as a matter of fact, that is part of... See, one of the weird things about what's happening is that the Democratic Party has got a platform that is just really out of touch with reality. The two things that are on their platform is abortion, which in all the statistics shows that abortion is very far down anybody's you know, most important things uh, list, and January 6th. So they keep pushing the fact that January 6th was terrible and they're linking it to the fact that it was an insurrection against the the outcome, the results of the election. So they keep making a reference to this and threatening that, you know, Basically, if we don't win, then it was then somebody cheated it and it wasn't us. And, um, Nick, if you could hear what these people are saying, it's like they're confessing to everything. Everything that we know that they've done, they are blaming on the Republicans. They're blaming crime on the Republicans. And they blame everything on Trump. And it's like even the people who support Trump are going, Get over Trump! What is the matter with you people? You know, it's, it's bizarre. And even very seasoned political analysts are saying it just doesn't make any sense.
3: No, there's no, it, it's completely nonsense. They're just desperate, anything they can grab to, to throw and, and use as an excuse. Like January 6th being the a prime example.
0: Look, let me give you an example of what, what what's happening. Hillary Clinton goes out and she says that we all have to be afraid of the presidential election in 2024 because the Republicans are going to try to steal it. This is what she says on Sunday morning one day or some big show, you know. And then three or four days later, Biden gets up there and says... Anybody who is talking about the election last time and this election, you know, they're 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 uh, domestic terrorists. <laughs> it's like they don't even they're not even on the same page anymore. It's like they're self destructing all over the place. Obama goes out, and you remember Obama—he was smooth, you know, charismatic. The guy that's out there now is like screaming at people. <laughs> it's it's not the same person at all. He's not. I mean, they're not even pretending to be. He's like a jackass. It's, it's unbelievable. And then he goes through a litany of the things that the Republican Party is going to do or has done, and no, he's talking about the Democratic Party. It's like they're confessing everything that they've done, and they're trying to make America. You know, afraid of losing their democracy. And they list all these things that will happen if the Republicans get there, and everybody looks at each other and goes, uh, that's all happening now? <laughs> it's like ludicrous. <laughs> oh my God. I'd be embarrassed if I had any, you know, felt that these people were any way near an American human.
1: Well, everything they're blaming, the, like, uh, The guy playing Biden and the guy playing Obama and all those actors, they're they're blaming what they're blaming the Republicans of doing is exactly what they've done. Now,
3: how ridiculous can you be? Well, that's the eternal uh, satanic inversion thing. They invert everything. They accuse everybody else of what they're doing.
2: Could it be that uh, they're counting on the vaccinated people that by sending a special 5G signal, they can be programmed to believe anything they're told? Is that a possibility?
0: It's a possibility, but I'm going to bet that they can't because I don't think that the Space Force... See, I, 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 I go along with Alex that the Space Force is up and running. And if you remember, after the 2020 election, you had Mike Lindell come out and show all these visual graphs of Internet communications between, like, China and Russia and, was it Italy, Spain, to places in America during the election of 2020 and actually have, uh, you'd know exactly where it was going. There was all this detail, and you could see the difference in the count. It was all this data on the computer intrusion. Now, if they could gather that data, remember, I'm an electronic warfare officer. I know how to weaponize energies. And so if you can gather that information, if you can identify that information, and they obviously did, unless they went through a lot of bullshit stuff that I fell for, but let's assume that they did it, then they could have easily jammed it. They could have prevented it from happening, but they didn't, because they wanted that record. So let them try it again. They don't have that option anymore. You know, electronic warfare. It's been going on since the 70s when I was in there. They do something, you figure out how they do it, you figure out how to jam them. And so even if they try that, they don't have that option. Do they have the option of drop boxes? I don't think so because the ones that are out there, I think it was in Georgia, I think, they actually have uh, MAGA people there watching them. The police don't go there and protect these election drop-off boxes, but the MAGA people are there. There's been some skirmishes with people already. You know. uh,
3: Nancy, it, it was said in the past that the uh, last election, the ballots were watermarked, but this information never really came out publicly. What about this election? Do you feel that they might watermark ballots to try to prove uh, any cheating attempts?
0: Well, it depends on which state you're in, which county. Well, it's it's state. I think the ballots are run by the state. Um, I'm not sure, but
1: it did come out publicly. It did. Mike Lindell told all about it.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but I guess one of them.
0: Remember, these these didn't get to court. These cases have not got to court.
3: Yeah, I was about to say. I mean, there was the movie also, Two Thousand Mules, that they had all the cell phone records of the the mules going from uh, drop boxes to drop boxes. And uh, how come this information never gained any traction? It never went into court. Because or- the
0: press is part of the dark deep state. It, it all that ma- all the mainstream media is part of what we what, what, our enemy. There are enemies.
3: Well, this reminds me of uh, what Dr. Martin David Martin said about Justin Trudeau getting kickbacks from the sales of vaccines, and uh, Trudeau ordered like millions of vaccines. I think it was more than ten vaccine per citizen for Canada. So it was a huge purchase that he apparently got kickbacks from. And this news, when I heard it several months ago, I thought, okay, if this hits the press, it's just bye-bye Trudeau. But guess what? It never went to the, never went mainstream, and and never really heard about it. But yeah, I guess MSM is covering up, is preventing uh, these kind of news from going mainstream. The well, the Trudeau thing and and uh, the the. 2000 mule uh thing the uh, watermark ballots but you see all of this it it has to resurface you know it's like trying to keep a a, uh like a a balloon underwater i mean you you constantly have to hold it there because it's going to pop up as soon as you release the pressure it just jumps out of the water i guess it's going to say the same thing's going to happen with disinformation once the msm loses its grip on controlling everything, information-wise, it's gonna it's gonna pop up, and and people are gonna be in shock. Like the late sleepers are gonna be in shock.
0: If if you can even get through to them,
3: so I don't worry about those. Uh, yeah, and at, w- at one point, uh, I mean, if it goes mainstream, and and there's also the energies, the current energies that are gonna help these people awake for those who have the potential to to, to awaken to this. I guess it's going to be their, uh, their hour is going to come. They're going to, they'll have no choice but to face it. The, the, the usual distractions are not going to be there anymore.
0: It's real simple. We vote you know, on Tuesday. The election happens. And it, by all the indicators of what should happen, you'll have so many people that are voting for the Republican Party that there's no doubt in anybody's mind and the people that right now if you vote for the other guy you're asleep and i don't have any hope for you because i'm sorry at the at the end of 2019 we had the best economy that the world has ever seen all of your your different uh cat subcategories of the population from women to Asians, all of them had an increase in their standard of living. Everybody was, you know, really, really happy. Yeah, there's problems in everybody's life, but you weren't bitching and moaning about, oh my God, we're, we're you know, we, we were, we weren't, it was the first time in history under a president that we didn't start a war with somebody. We got out of wars. There was the Abraham agreement. I mean, everything was going just hunky-dory. And then, boom, all of a sudden, everything just shatters. And now you're in a dystopia where people are seriously looking at death from freezing to death. Because there's not enough heating oil. You've got people who are getting thrown out of their homes by the thousand because they can't afford the rent or even sometimes the you know the loan p- payments. So you, you've gone in 20 months from utopia, on the verge of utopia, into a total nightmare. And if you haven't woken up yet, well, my God. Nothing we say to you is going to help. Nothing.
3: You know, Nancy, there's probably a lot of people out there who feel that something's wrong, but they don't have the opportunity to talk. You know, peer pressure, other people but around. But they not do really... have the
0: opportunity to vote. And that's what yep. I'm counting well, on. Well,
3: not me, but you U.S. citizens.
0: Yeah. That this this amazing outcropping of electric. Of elections, I mean, all over the states. Here in Dade County, they keep talking about it. You know, the Dade County's got a massive amount of pre voting from Republicans and Democrats, but Latinos. The Latino community here in South Florida is basically been a Republican caucus type of thing. Um, but now it's like then they weren't engaged before. Now they're engaged and you've got those people going to the early uh, voting, but you've also got a tremendous number of Democrats who are Latins who have uh, switched parties too. Either switched parties officially or voting in a, in a block Republican. I mean, DeSantis in the polls is like 11 points up over Christ. And there's this is supposedly got more Democrats in the in the Florida and we don't know how many have come in from outside that ran away from their states because they couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> it's, it's what about. Uh,
3: sorry, go ahead, Nancy. No, no, go ahead. What about the uh, illegal aliens that they said they were going to give them the right to vote?
0: That was in the sanctuary cities. You know, I mean, in Florida, they wouldn't. We wouldn't even think of it. It's sanctuary cities like New York, San Francisco, California. I guess is a sanctuary state. So they were talking about it in those. You know, the usual suspects, the Democrats. Yeah.
3: So, could that be the uh, cheating mechanism they're going to try this time?
0: Nah. I, I mean, they could try it, but. I don't think it's organized enough.
1: I think it's the not uh, electricity. You know, technology. Technology. Thank you. Yes.
0: I'm not sure. I understand. Oh, well,
3: I guess saying. we'll see in a couple of days from now. It's what uh, three days from now? The election? Sunday, Monday. The eighth. Yep. Yep, or the fifth. So three days from now, we'll get to see. I don't I think we have the show on that Tuesday.
0: Yeah, we well actually it was funny because um it turns out that November 8th was the 8 16. Um was when the presidential election was for Trump and we had done a show that night. And our producer Colleen Kelly was um absolutely against Trump and I was like I didn't like either one of them, so I didn't know, you know, I, I just... Didn't. And I was all Trump. <laughs> yeah, but you weren't on the Cosmic Reality show that night. And Walt probably oh, I was. wasn't really, you know, he was probably like me, I don't know, I don't know, he could talk for himself. But anyway, we went through the whole night with Colleen every 15 minutes or so, you know, two hours of the show, um, saying, you know, oh, it's all... it. it it's all Hillary 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 she was so happy you know and then we got to the uh, the top of the the middle part of the show and all of a sudden I'm sitting here I'm about to you know I'm waiting to go back on the uh, break song was playing and all of a sudden it felt like this whole house had shifted And I went, my God, we just had a timeline change. What the hell happened? And after that, every time she'd come on, she'd go, Trump, Trump, Trump. And then the next show, which is playing Cosmic Reality Chronicles right now, talks about what we discovered after the fact, which is that Starfire Tor had, uh, who's a among amongst some of us, she's extraordinarily uh just appreciate it. her knowledge goes into science of enterology that goes way beyond mine she does it with timelines and sunspots and all sorts of things but she has a, you know a huge fan base and she's been very very accurate and she went into a discussion of having done uh so it's it's kind of like looking at glass kind of stuff where you're looking into the future and every time she would run the election for Hillary, it was a nuclear war within three months, and when she'd run it for Trump, it was like a lot of uh, turmoil and chaos, but something that was very needed. So from the get-go, he she believed in that Trump was the person that you know she should support. But what she did was something interesting. She went to uh, her fan base and said. Um, I want to do a survey so we know what kind, of a, what kind of, not who, but what kind of a person should be the next president of the United States. And she, thousands of people played this game with her. And so then they decided on this profile of whoever they thought was the best, the group. And so then she asked everybody to not think about Hillary or think about Trump, but to think about this image of who it is you want to see in charge. And um, she was essentially trying to, let's say, influence the emergence of a specific timeline. And that was the Trump timeline, where the good Trump came in. And that's what happened. So both those shows, last week's and, and the one that's playing now, are really a uh, window into what happened in 16, and now we're at 22, and it's the same date. And now Jan says there's a blood moon, full moon eclipse that's going to happen on the 8th. Huh. Somebody should find out. Well, I will find out in a little bit here. <laughs> so... um Anybody got more comments on that, what we've been talking about? You want to go someplace else? What are we doing here?
3: Uh, If we're done with this subject, I'd like to go back to um, the uh, entities, the clones and the entities. Uh, Any comments on the uh, election thing?
0: In regards to what?
3: No, just to close this subject here, uh, does Dolly or Walt have comments on the subject of uh, the election?
0: No, no. we can go back to that, what you're talking about.
3: Okay. Yeah, I just want to say about the the thing about the uh, politicians being clones that are possessed by demonic entities. I'm wondering if that's why I feel such dark energies coming from certain politicians here in Canada. I mean, for the longest time, certain politicians, I just couldn't stand looking or hearing at them, looking at them on TV or on the news. I just couldn't stand like three seconds uh, of their energy. And um, as I was listening to Alex Alex Collier in his latest webinar talking about this, uh, these uh, demonic um, entities possessing uh, clones, it occurred to me that, okay, that might be why I felt such dark energies from from these politicians. Any thoughts?
0: Well, I keep seeing that picture of Trudeau with his tongue hanging out, looking like a madman. You know, that's the real them. (laughs) Hey, if we've got them here, you've got them there. Oh,
3: yeah, and I've been feeling it for for, uh, years and years and years. I mean, way before I was, uh, not awakened, but knowledgeable as I am now, uh, regarding certain woo stuff things, um, I kept feeling this weird energy coming from these politicians, mainly prime ministers in Quebec. I just couldn't stand their energy. I didn't know why, but I guess I know now. They're really dark energy.
0: Dolly did um, that... Because uh, I didn't finish that um, one on the... Uh, Mass Media Girl, I I think her name is. Did she say anything about DeSantis?
1: No. Not that I
0: remember. Boy, he's getting plugged by a lot of alternative sites as being not the DeSantis we would like him to be. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, real raw news, if it's true said that I um, it Said that he had a conversation with the head of the military and was saying things like you know that Trump's an old guy you know he's, he's done you know if you want to if you support him be careful you better support me making threats and stuff and it just didn't seem like the same guy
1: who's, who's saying this shit
0: real raw news but it's not the only place I've heard it as a matter of fact, oh, up boy. in chat, there's a thing about him signing some kind of a decree in Israel about not talking bad about the Jews. I, 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 all I know is there's a whole, uh, I'd say it's, I've heard at least five different stories regarding, oh, then there was the FEMA thing, that agents of FEMA were looting the houses after the hurricane.
1: And, oh, that I can believe.
0: And he knew about it, and he said, look, at this. I needed the feds to help me b- rebuild, and you have to pick your fights. So I, I don't know. It's just, you know, anti-DeSantis anti all of a sudden. And, oh, Trump what? is having a rally here in Miami. At the same time, DeSantis is having one in T- Tampa. And so they're going like, you know, what's this about? Are they having a feud? This was Charlie Crist. I don't know if uh, they must be having a tift or something, you know, but I've heard some others comment on it. And I'm going like, well, why would you put the two sluggers in the same, up to bat at the same time? You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want those two on the same stage. I would want one in Tampa and one in Miami. Get everybody. You know, so it, it it's, I don't know, but it's just one of those, another one of those, you know, slider baseball pitches, and you go, where'd that come from?
1: Well, I don't get any bad vibes from DeSantis. I never have. We all know who live in Florida. Charlie Crist is a... snake. He's a a Satanistic person. I couldn't. <clears throat> I, I had trouble getting my mouth cleaned up. <laughs> he, he is owned by the devil. The things he did when he was in office last, last time should speak for themselves.
0: Okay, for yes. people that don't know, Charlie Crist was the governor of Florida, and he was a Republican. And then he became a congressman for Florida, but as a Democrat. And now he's running as Democrat to be governor again against DeSantis. And DeSantis is up like 11 points in the polls. There's no way that Chris can possibly, possibly win. But he's out there talking, and he's basically saying, he said, this is what he said, I'm paraphrasing, of course. He said, "If, if you believe in DeSantis and what he stands for, I don't want your vote. <laughs> you know, he's a Satanist. these he's works with the devil. I want you to mark you with God, Jesus. It was it's bizarre what he said. When that's when he first started out.
3: It's Is it exactly, the inversion
0: concept they again? They say
1: exactly, accuse the, their opponent of exactly what they're doing. See? Yeah. Right yep. there.
3: Yep. Yeah, the inversion concept again.
1: They've got it perfected.
3: <laughs> that's
1: nuts
0: I don't
3: listen to
1: Chris I, I, it, it would throw me into a heart attack I'm sure he just that's how much he badly affects me
3: well it gives us an advantage when we know their strategy which is to invert everything you can read them as clear as day you just invert whatever they say, you, it's the opposite. The truth is the opposite of whatever they say.
1: Well, what upsets me is people, some people are going to believe everything he says. Oh, That's what upsets me.
0: But don't they worry about see. those people. Don't worry oh. about them.
3: I mean, yeah, at this point with everything we went through and all the available information online and... Yeah, I guess the separation has to run its course.
0: I don't think those people will have the energy to go to the polls.
3: And, and that uh, background people uh, the concept, background you know, people, how many yeah. of them are background people just there as a window dressing?
0: Yeah, Walt, do you remember one of you guys, because you're all, well, uh, either of you two boys, um, Alex said something about, oh, shoot, just went out of my mind. What were we talking about right before that? Wow. Oh, yes, he he said, no, I remember now, let me say it. He said that all of the souls were created at the same time. Do you remember hearing that or have you heard him yeah. say say that before? Yeah. What what does he mean by that?
2: I uh, Well, do you remember the, the the context of what why he was saying that? No, but we're at the top of the hour, so
0: we'll go into that after the the break here. And um I'm going to play Disturbance for Dolly and welcome back to the say what show it's november 5th 2022 my name is nancy hopkins with me is dolly howard walt silva and nicholas d okay then um anybody oh we were starting that subject about the what the heck were we were talking
3: about uh that all souls were created at oh, once. Oh, right, at the same That's time. What the, the Alex Collier mentioned.
0: Yeah, yeah, I found that very interesting because one of the rules of cosmic reality that go into the book Cosmic Reality happened to be a rule that I never felt that I had seen an example of it, especially. And what it was was that it's um, there's an infinite number of souls. That's the rule. Cosmic reality. There's an infinite number of souls. Uh, Because if you think in terms of every person has a soul, well, does that mean that God keeps creating souls because our population grows? What's that about? Or is it more like we have more of a population to give other 3D vehicles out there for multiple experiences by one soul. And I have felt that we do have sim- simultaneous uh, incarnations and that time doesn't exist anyway. So I'm here, but at the same time that I'm living time, the same, and everything I'm doing, while I'm doing it, Patton is doing the same thing. And there's some other version of us that's just in front of us in the future. And there could be many, there could be thousands for all I know, maybe millions of versions like that, of different people simultaneously incarnating, but it's only one soul. So I found that to be interesting that all the souls were created at once. So that means no matter what the population is, there's only an X number, an infinite number, Uh, I mean, a finite number of souls. What do you guys think? Or don't you
2: care? <laughs> it's not well. What happens is we we tend to see and evaluate things from our human perspective, where we evaluate like we evaluate things based on okay, uh, the age of things, uh, knowledgeability. How knowledgeable is this person? Oh, this person is very ignorant. Oh, this person is very knowledgeable. Uh, for example in, in that case some people say oh i have a very special soul because it's got seven in simultaneous incarnations and blah 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 so we have this whole ego based uh, value system and and when we look at and um, we are forgetting okay this is the what we're seeing on the on this material duality based reality because Beyond this, and, and the posse can confirm this from from you know, uh, getting the information from Dali and can confirm this. Okay, uh, first off, the the this notion of of value, more knowledgeable, less knowledgeable. That's a very human thing. This doesn't exist for them. On, on for example, one of the issues on Earth. That has, been, that has been the the thing that happened. You know that thing that um, Doreen Dotan has said that in centuries past, the Earth had this, uh, it did, didn't care if she was being abused or not. But then the time came where things were really bad and it was going to look like life on the planet was not going to continue and Earth called for help and souls from other civilizations came to help and they sent light energy from other civilizations as confirmed by several messages by uh uh remember um uh ward the um i'm sorry what's his full name is it matthew ward uh so many civilizations started sending their energy so the polarity on earth state started changing and things changed to the point where they Earth said I'm not going to take it anymore so if you're not in alignment with her if you're not in alignment with you know humanity things are going to go very bad for you okay that um, I think if I'm, my memory serves that information at the very first time I, I heard about it was uh, when I read the information on the Law of One books and The reason that the earth called for help is because the the souls here on earth, it is true that all souls are created at the same time, but what passes for aging where we think, you know, oh, this person is, well, what we evaluate as progression because of aging for souls is different. It has to do with their level of experience the more they experience the more they grow because they don't they can't grow organically because they never grow old therefore they will never die so growth has to be seen from another point of view from another perspective so growth comes in the form of evolution the more you live the more you learn and the more you learn the more you know and so on and that's how you keep progressing so you you will you can live for millions and millions of years and if you choose not to experience anything well guess what you're not going to mature much in that sense so what we classify as growth as progress is going to be different for beings that don't know death and the problem on earth is the majority of the population of souls were uh, innocent they were ignorant and that's why they were controlled for such a long time because they believed anything they were told. It's like, not to be offensive, but I have to use this comparison. Nancy for Nancy lived uh, to witness, you know, the assassination of Kennedy, and it was such a it was such a shock, an emotional shock. Because something happened in her life on the life of everyone. That nobody expected because life was a fairy tale. I mean, that's no not in vain. A lot of people had this romantic view of President Kennedy and his family, and they re- referred to it as Camelot. So there, there was this naivete in the, on the part of the human general human population. Is that oh, um, the government loves me. The government is going to look after me. The government is cares for me, and the the very the very Shocking truth is the opposite is true. The vacuum, the the what passes for the government actually sees you as livestock, and they're exploiting your children because they are drinking their blood. So, li- the reality of of the what's happening is very different from what you were having because most people were ignorant. Okay, and it's like when you think about it. Uh, you know, uh, when they say, you know, uh, art imitates life and all that, for those of you who have read it, I, I know I read it back in the 70s, there was a lot of parallels of to how life was on that book by Aldous Huxley, a Brave New World. Think about it. They, you had a, a group of humans that were not modified genetically. They were called the alphas, but they were the very few. Very little of the population was allowed to be Alpha. And then you have the Betas, and you had the Gammas, and then you had the, del- the Deltas. So the more you advance, the more ignorant they were, unlike some, some castes, human castes, were designed to be uh, workers, repairmen. Other castes were, were designed to be... So if, if you think about it, Aldous Huxley in his book was illustrating what, what society we were living in. Because that's exactly what the the cabal did. It it actually tailored things so that those in in control were the ones in the top, and they had all the advantage. They had access to technologies we don't we don't. And then the that, that's why you have uh, people divided into classes. Okay, you have the blue colored are the workers, and then you have the white colors. They are the executives and the higher ups. So. That book, Brave New World, in a way, it was, it, it was like 1984, another book telling us, you know, how things were, going to be, developing. So, a lot of the the progress this cabal did was based on how naive souls were. They would believe anything. They were, if you if you were. If you were told the moon was made of cheese, oh yeah, the moon was... Made of yeah, my priest told me the moon is... Was... So that, you can't help a population like that. So that's why so many people incarnated. Uh, at the time, the book was written, the Law of One books, um, if memory serves, I think the count was something like 50 million souls at the time. Uh, where uh, he they used the word wanderers because they were wandering here. They were coming here from other civilizations, and they, these are people that had endured cabals of their own of their own flavor of cabal. They had endured that, so they were not easily fooled. They were not easily duped into believing things, and that's the kind of population that actually helped things turned around because the locals. They believed anything you tell them. I mean, they were a little better than cows. So, yes, souls don't grow old because they don't know death, but they don't all evolve at the same time. They don't progress at the same time. Well, here, let me give you an example. Um, most people are familiar with the name Inelio Benz, and she came here to help raise the vibration of the planet. And she came here for a specific reason because there's nothing the Cabal could do against her because this is her very first incarnation as a human being. Therefore, she has no karma on this planet. Therefore, you can't exploit her. You can't shut her up. And there's nothing you can do because she has no karma on this planet. So She doesn't have any Achilles heels that you can use to exploit her. So there's an example of someone who this is the very first time she's been human. And because this is the very first time she's been human, she was not affected by the veil of forgetting. So she could see and speak to her guides, like Nance, like Dolly speaks to the, to the posse. And she was able to have continuous guidance as opposed to being affected by the veil of forgetting and being not knowing which way is up and uh, trying to make sense of things. Because a lot of us came to this world, and nothing made sense. So if you're one of those people that ever since you were a kid nothing made sense, you're sure you're not from this world. (coughs) Because the people, those who incarnated for the first time in this world, they believed everything. You know, they were slaves, and they believed that was normal. That is, oh, that's normal life, we're all slaves, you know, why wonder, why are you asking? just 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 follow the rules you know listen to what's do what you're being told <laughs> all, all the you know the, uh, the the what do you call it the byline you know everybody's oh just do what you know you, you should be doing Don't, be, and that's it you you everybody's still all the business of being asleep a little that's just when when the soul is so is so ignorant uh, that's that's why you had to get, get all these wandering wandering souls to come in and in, and in, uh, incarnate on this planet in order to help bring up the vibrations of the population and start to wake the people up. So, yes, I I believe no I don't have a problem with that concept of all souls being created at once. Do they all progress at the same time? No. Think about it. There is no there's no limit to their uh, longevity. So why does everyone need to evolve exactly at the same time? That that doesn't make sense. So some souls will take I don't know several thousand million years to uh, grow up. Others will grow up in a smaller time because it all depends. It's all experience. That's why that's one of the things that I remember first reading it in the Law of One books, is that it. Um, Ross spoke about this thing is this human thing that we have is that we keep labeling experience, oh this is bad this is good, oh, this is desirable this is no good, you know, he says that we don't we don't uh, understand that concept experience, there is no good or bad experiences, they're just experiences it's the human ego that keeps labeling things because the human ego is attached to all these you know all these va- variables, but there's no such thing as good or bad experiences. They're just experiences.
0: Anybody, so. anybody got anything else on that?
3: Well, I, I was thinking the um, this thing about all souls being created at once. Um, I I think that that there's a probably a difference between. Like the high soul from which many incarnations come from, what you were talking about, Nancy, like simultaneous incarnations, you have, um, what's the proper word? Like it splits into different lives, that high soul splits and incarnates at, at the same time different it's bodies. Like,
0: it's like having two programs open at the same time. Yeah, so. Think of the higher self as, you know, a server computer. And it's got all attached all these these individual uh, PCs, you know, that are running by run by different people doing different things. But the server computer can see it all. And if if one of these computers says, "Wow, who am I attached to?" and can, you know, make the connection back to the server in a knowing way then they can access all of the other lives. Does that make sense? They can access all yeah, of the yeah, other... Yeah, to
3: me, the, 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 all the souls um, being born at once would be that high soul, that server you're refer- referring to. Correct. And and these uh, incarnations would be strands. That's the word I was looking for, strands of, of the soul incarnating. So these uh, strands... Uh, incarnations would be over time uh linear time what what we experience in the physical and and um i guess that's where the soul age model would come from you know because sometimes I, I remember hearing uh, that this soul age model that certain people are like we call them young souls because of they're more like power-oriented, or I guess we can say more dark-oriented than, than, than light-oriented. So I guess that would apply to these uh, physical incarnations, the, the young uh, soul age model. The, it would apply to the split incarnations and not to the high soul well, the, that could the, have the, cre- that that uh, at once.
0: That reference to a young soul is the concept that this is a person... This is, a, this is, who, the, the higher self is just incarnating into our environment. Okay, it has nothing to do with the age of the soul. It's like, oh, and now you're going to go to where hell exists. <laughs> you know, you're going to go to earth. You're going to experience that. It's like, just because you might be a very old soul, it doesn't mean that, you know, they're not going to run out of, of storylines. So if some soul has gone through all of the different versions of, of life and is just run the gamut, well, then the source field is going to create more versions, more games to play. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah.
2: Or just, was that confusing? <laughs> and don't forget something that uh, Alex Collier also mentioned. There are souls that End up getting going back to source to get recycled. Like for example, when he spoke about the uh, Orion Empire imploding into in, itself, because it's it's they're actually feeding on each other. I mean, they're at such level of darkness. So there comes a a, a moment when their soul is so dark, it's beyond repair. So it goes back to source in order to get reset. So that shows you that there's a back and forth, and there's a coming and going. It's not static, and it's not just sitting there.
0: Well, I just don't know. I just know what I I feel, what I see. And then I tell you guys, it's up to you what you think of it.
3: (laughs) You know... Go ahead, Nick. Uh, Bottom line, whatever it is, it's all coming up to the surface now with everything that's happening. It's all forced into the light and, and, you know, the separation we were talking earlier about people not waking up at this point, still believing that the uh, 2020 election was fair and no cheating occurred and the whole scandemic was real. And I mean, whatever it is, it all it all it will all come up to the surface
0: Let's hope sooner than later. Um, I posted in the chat right here in Skype the Matthew. He's, uh, Susie's put up another Matthew message. Would you like to cover that now? Or have you got something else you wanted to talk about? Anybody? Are you guys Who are there? you, asking? Who are I'm you asking, asking? I'm asking the group. I'm asking Dolly. I'm asking you. I'm asking Nick.
2: Sure. Nick wanted Uh, to wanted to uh, talk to the posse. Oh, that's right. That's right. I knew
0: there was something. I couldn't remember what it was. Did you, Dolly? Are you there? Are you muted? Yeah. Did you? Do you feel? uh, Are you talking to the posse? Can you answer some questions that Nick has, or do you feel? No, not tonight.
1: I can answer a few, but I can't go. Oh, they're saying they're going to cut me off when they think I should (laughs) okay Uh, what do you want Uh, what are you
3: looking for Nick Uh, Well, Walt did you have a question because Walt just brought it up so did you have a question Walt
2: Uh, no I just brought it up because you you put it in Skype chat oh I see
3: I haven't
1: looked at Skype chat
0: Nick, so do
3: you have mean? some questions? Uh, we spoke recently about the uh, Florida Giant and the underground cities or under, underground world in, in Florida. So, um, maybe the question to the posse would be: What what does this uh, event bring? The uh, awakening of the uh, this underground giant in Florida.
1: I don't understand what you're asking.
3: The underground giant that apparently uh, woke up recently, Uh what does that bring us? Uh, What is he going to do to to help us uh, in this war, uh, this spiritual war?
0: It might be better to say, is there anything that the posse can say about the giant? Giants. Yeah,
1: I'm just getting these. They're. Come on, Popsy, say it a little bit easier for me. It's part of what we need to experience. And they can't tell us what it is because some of this experience. Is, is, uh, what I don't know how to say it. We have to take some of it on faith. We have to uh, take our faith and believe the giants are going to help us in certain ways. Um, They, it's p- part of our experience in fighting this this religious battle, in fighting for our country, for for our world, in fighting for our world, uh, in fighting for our souls, because what. We are fighting for is our souls. Uh, Satan has come to the place where he wants, he wants our souls. He's going to do what he can to take them. Um, he'll do it. like he's doing now. He'll do anything he can to get a hold of our souls. And it's up to us to have faith and to believe enough that we fight, we help fight with the angels with the white hats for our souls. Uh, do they're saying, "Do not, do not sell your soul for stupid shit. Do not sell your soul for." any reason, because you will be so rewarded in the end. In the end, we're going to be so awestruck in in all the things that we get to remember and, and that we're taught, as long as we're on the good side. Uh, I would not want to be on the bad side from what I'm seeing that they're showing me. Um they and that box that was stolen is important it's very very important um it's got seeds and it's got seeds that will help all of humanity and the world and the earth uh seeds that will help. All of us and earth and um I lost my thought. Help me, Fozzie. Oh, they want me to rest a minute. <laughs> they took that thought right away from me. Stop that. Uh the giants are important and it's important for us to believe. In the giants because a lot of people um, like me will look at that and say oh yeah right now you're going to bring giant gods into this and <laughs> that's the way I was looking at it but then the posse was talking to me and I take that back God <laughs> if you send us giant gods okay they're, they're not gods are giants who have a lot of power that God gave them, but they're not gods. Okay. Only God is our God. Okay. All right. I take that back. I apologize. Um. So, did that answer your question, Nick?
3: Yeah, thanks to the posse for clarifying uh- Giving us information about the uh, that giant. Uh, now, if you're in for another question, uh, unless uh, Walt or Nancy has comments. No, I'm good. Um, there was a video going around recently uh, that Nancy commented on. It was the uh, the sunset. Uh, the sun was flashing weirdly in the video. Um, what's going on with the sun, uh, Posse?
1: That's for us to see. That's part of the fate thing. That's for us to see. I'm reading this. uh, See, they don't tell us everything here. Nick. Jan says, any info about when the dark side will be defeated? Yeah. (laughs) You're not going to like this, Jan. (laughs) Yeah. The info they have about the date of when the dark side will be defeated is no one will know the date. If somebody tells you a date, you can uh, safely believe that it won't be then. Because even in the Bible, God says, no one knows the time nor the date. So... They're snickering about that. <laughs> They—they're saying the reason we're snickering is because people keep asking that question and we keep giving them the same answer. <laughs> oh, oh, they're on—they're on love stuff now. Um, did you have something else, Nick? Uh,
3: so the answer to the question about the sun—it's—it's it's for us to see. That, that was their answer?
1: Yeah. They, they aren't going to tell us. That's not one of those things they're allowed to share.
3: So let's look at the sun and, and report back.
1: <laughs> um, anything else?
3: Paul, do you have questions?
2: Uh, nope. Uh, I know that, I, I know what, um, I was thinking about the, the thing that Alex Collier said, not in this uh, webinar, I think it was like two webinars ago, where he said that uh, the sun is now going to start beaming six dimensional energies. So that means that uh, six dimensional attributes will begin to manifest in humanity, you know, uh, like Dali said, faith and love and appreciation and gratitude, those are high-dimensional attributes. Low, lower-dimensional people don't have that. Haven't you had a social interaction with people that don't understand what gratitude is? They don't understand what appreciation is, and it, because it takes it takes a high vibration to be able to understand those concepts. They're all about food and sex and safety, and that's it. I mean, they don't go any de- any deeper than that. So he says that the sun is going to be sending that energy toward the Earth, six dimensional energies. So I guess that's uh that coincides with what the posse is saying.
1: And when I saw a picture recently of the sun with uh showing some like black spots on it, uh, I. I was at the sun one time, that I can remember, and it wasn't hot. The sun wasn't hot. We went inside of the sun through a hole that uh, appeared as we were getting closer to it. Uh, uh, A hole opened up so that the ship could go in. And when I saw that picture, I, I it reminded me that is exactly what I saw as we were getting close to the sun, and I was all tickled about that. Now they want to talk on uh love. This is very, very important to them, the love talk. Um... The deep state the the dark ones that's was the dark ones cannot handle love in any way, shape or form. They want the people in in part of our uh fighting for our souls of uh, helping the angels and the white axe. They want us to send out love in any way you feel you want to send it. Um, like Dolly's love blankets. Um, when you send out the love blankets and, and you send out also any, how, okay, here it's, they want me to say it you gather love into a ball and a, a ball of energy in front of you that you make with your two uh, hands and um, in that you fill it with as much love as you think you can fill it with and then you send this love and yada, yada, and God will bless it and you say please bless this and I'm filling it with love and Anything specific that the being who receives your love blanket needs, please fill it with that. And then you make it, make it kind of big, like a little bit wider than what your body is. And, and from your waist to a little bit over your head. Oh my gosh, I'm making a big one right now. I'm filling it with love. Please God bless this. And please, uh, fill it with so much pure love and anything that the being who receives it needs and thank you God and I'm sending it to every living being on the planet here it goes so y'all some of you out there might feel it because it's coming to you too, it's coming to everybody who hears my voice you're getting a lot of love and other things that you need. Um, they want us to concentrate on love, 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 love. If you run across somebody that you really, really get upset with, rather than get upset, use your energy to build, If and if you're out in public, Do it in your mind if if you're afraid to do it visibly. Uh, Fill a blanket with love and send it to that person. Don't just sit there and be all pissed off at them. Replace the pissed off with love. And you'll be surprised how it blesses you and it blesses the person that you're upset. And that's what they wanted you to hear. And here comes Dave in his <laughs> his gown that goes from blue to purple, blue purple blue purple, and it has some gold uh, gold uh, lines down the garment. He's showing off for me. <laughs> He says, I'd put a crown on, but you wouldn't believe the crown. <laughs> he's right. <laughs> he's fun and with us. Um, he's saying that uh, they are all very proud of us. Um, I, he's, I know, I'm going to talk from him. I know that a lot of you have that you're falling down, you're not holding up your end, you don't know what to do, you're you're struggling with your own life issues. Excuse me, and you're struggling with the things around you, the environmental things around you, and with uh, monies and with worries, uh, and he says. A lot of you have legitimate worries over uh, heat issues for this, um, not summer, winter coming up. And he says, hang in there because the heat situation is being worked on. The oil and gas situation is being strongly worked on. He says, keep the faith and keep sending the love you don't realize at this point in time how important that love is. Uh, But it is important. And uh, he says, we really are at the point where we can see the light at the end of the tunnel for a lot of this stuff. We're going to be shown a lot of what has been happening and going on. He says it won't be all of it but it'll be a lot a lot of encouragement and answers that we need at this point in time. They are realizing how impatient we are getting and if if you can please just uh, have faith, have faith, have faith, have faith. We love you. We are fighting for you, and you need to help us. We're fighting for your very souls, and you need to help. It's in your hands. Don't give your soul away to anything or anyone. Keep hold of your soul. And that's all I'm getting. Are you leaving now, Dave? No, he's going to hang around me. But he says, that's enough, darling. You can come back again another time. So I guess I'm done. Thank you Dave, thank you God Thank you Posse And I'm done Thanks
3: to Posse and to Dave Yeah
0: So do you have any questions Nick That maybe we can address Or subject
3: Um we spoke on the last show about the, uh, the conference that Alex Collier and uh, Elena Danan was present. And um, there was one thing that was presented at that conference. Uh, there's a French scientist uh, by the name of uh, Chris Esson or Esoni, uh, who published a, a video uh, at the conference about a SpaceX... Rocket that was uh, that exploded right before uh, launch on the launch pad. It exploded there. And in the video, you see a, a, an orb fly by at super high speed. And uh, right as it passes in the video, uh, the uh, rocket explodes. And it was said at the conference that uh, this was a good ETs uh, destroying a technology that was on board the rocket that was supposedly uh, not good for humanity. Officially, uh, the rocket was uh, about to launch a Israeli satellite. That was the, uh, the official um, excuse. But apparently it was technology that was not beneficial for humanity, and the good ETs took it out. And I want to uh, show you guys this video. I'm going to post a link in chat because it's it's interesting. They slowed it down, and uh, there's a whole science. I mean, the, the French scientist calculated the uh, tra- 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 trajectory of the uh, orb, and he came up with interesting numerology that uh, all... Uh, goes to the number 777 777 and um, I think that it's important to, uh, to to talk about this because it shows us that the good ETs can intervene when there's uh, bad technology or technology used against humanity and I'm thinking Ukraine and the whole uh, nuclear weapon saber, saber rattling that we've been seeing in the past weeks um, I'm going to paste and chat the video and, uh,
0: what was the seven 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 thing? What's the significance?
3: He, well, in the video, he explains it. Uh, he calculated like the um, it's a bit scientific, but the, the the trajectory of the orb, the speed, the angle, the the, the different things that he calculated, and it all came to seven seven seven. And apparently, this seven 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 is a code from the Galactic Federation. Uh, just basically saying to the Dark Ones, no, you're not doing this. Uh, This is a... You're breaking a... a," I think they had an agreement not to use this technology, and they ignored the agreement. They went ahead anyway, so that's why they stepped in. The Galactic Federation stepped in. Um, I think it's Elena Denon who said that the 777 code was uh, the Galactic Federation.
0: I'm getting a download here, okay? Good. And what what that was... Okay, you said it was an orb. It wasn't some kind of a, a... they didn't identify it as a vehicle. They saw it saw an orb. Correct.
3: It was a round shaped craft, or I said an orb may not be the proper word, but it was a. You see it clearly in the video when it slowed down because it passes by so fast. Uh, the slowed down version that I just posted in chat, the the video, you can see it. It's kind of a round object, so an it orb. It a
2: shadow, so it is solid.
3: Yeah, there's light reflecting on it on the top. While the explosion is in front of the orb, and the explanation was that the um, time continuum was twisted somehow. For the, uh, the 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 propulsion method of the ship kind of twists the um, like the fabric of reality around it, and the light of the explosion from the rocket should have happened on the side of the orb, but instead the light, the reflection from the explosion was on top of the orb. And the scientist explains that that's because of the warping of the uh, the fabric around the the orbs. A bit complicated, but uh, does that answer your your question, Nancy? I, I well, think I got I, lost I, a bit I'm there. I'm
0: thinking, or what came down to me was that, particularly because of the seven seven seven, all right. Um, and I wanted to know what the interpretation of, of that was. You know, but the seven 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 is a uh, a power symbol it's only usable by somebody carrying the signature of love. So it, it, it's ceremonial magic. It's it's sorcery work. Okay. So the very fact that they pointed that out, probably not even understanding why, but doing it anyway, indicates that this was a little more than a three D situation and. I s- got the feeling that this was a trap. That the reason that that spacecraft was on that rocket was because they wanted to destroy that spacecraft. The target wasn't the rocket, it was definitely the spacecraft. And there was, think of the things that would have had to have gone into play for SpaceX to have this, especially as SpaceX is in fact you know, that Elon, Elon Musk and his crew are good people, working for the good side. You know, it's a perfect trap. Yeah, we'll put it on our vehicle. Sure, go ahead. Put it on there. And then, you know, boom, gone. In other words, I'm not sure that that, that it had to be, be an ET shot. It could have been sabotage.
3: So the video would have been tricked? Like they would have... Uh, no, that could have, have been... Special that, effects that, that could, that for that could, uh, no, no, flying I mean, orb?
0: It, 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 understand me, when you're dealing with sorcery, okay, there's symbolism all over the place. But in this case, what the, what, what, what you've got is you've got a storyline. Whether that storyline was manipulated after the fact or that storyline was put there so that people would think that way. <clears throat> you got to hide magic you know um, and it's 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 mind playing with your, <clears throat> your opponent who is another sorcerer it, it's tricky stuff to think about but when you think about it it comes down to the reason that so many people are focusing on the fact that everybody has to become engaged and to put their thought energy out It's a matter of focusing thought energy on a given reality. And in this case, you know, this was not... It's just another example of a higher game being played in the background that is reflecting a game of cosmic chess that we're not seeing. But the reality is, is all we have to focus on is saying, okay, all right, so that w- that could have been a a bad black operation, or something, but it looks more like a white operation and good. It's just like you said; it proves that the ET's are not going to let the really bad crap happen. As far as I've been told, in in many many ways, uh, you'll never have a nuclear exchange because not to protect Earth so much as to protect other. It's all energy work. You just you take out a huge portion of the energetic framework of reality you have all sorts of chaos that occurs so when that's why we got more ETs here involved in the planet since we were able to start using nuclear power if you weapon. had a
2: chance to read uh, the I think it's five books the law of one material uh, in, in one chapter Ra explains the destructive nature of nuclear uh, exchange why is it so uh, carefully you know, controlled? Because it, it is uh, so destructive, it actually affects... It, it, how can I say that? it? You can't kill a, a soul, that goes without saying. But their consciousness is broken up and, uh, and it's like... What if you had a, a ball of sand and you explode it the sand flies all over you know the particles of sand go in every direction well imagine that that's what happens to the consciousness of a soul it, it'll break up into countless little in particles going in every direction and it actually takes millions of years for that soul to reintegrate that's why the damage is so is so much it's so big and and they and they look out for these things because the, the level of destruction is—it's—it goes beyond material. It goes—it actually goes into higher dimensional, and that's why they don't want this uh, nukes anywhere near. If, for example, Ra speaks extensively of what happened when the, the planet was destroyed. You know, the planet that used to be what's the asteroid belt now on on Earth. And in in fact, I actually had a a vision of what was it in a, in a shamanic, when I used to do shamanic journeys, I had a, a, uh, I was allowed to see what it was in, in the planet that was detonated. It it was some, it was incredible because the the device was like the size of the, uh, um, Everest, Mount Everest, uh, I didn't see it explode, but I saw what it was, and now I understood why this thing was so incredibly destructive, it, it, it reduced the planet to what is now known as the asteroid belt, uh, but those souls that were uh, affected by that detonation, I mean, it took them millions of years to reintegrate, because, because the, the destructiveness level, it, it actually goes into higher dimensions, not, it's not just material destruction it is actually uh, destroying things in, in a higher plane of existence so I'm not surprised that the aliens are, are so wary of it and they don't they don't want it anywhere near us
3: uh, Nancy to get back to your uh, your download um you're saying that the story we were given in that video with the 777 numerology this is just a front for something else that happened that was done by the good et's uh something that was done for us to focus the, okay, our thoughts
0: okay <clears throat> when you talk et in, in what in regards to what i said I said that these were sorcerers. I didn't specify they were ETs.
3: Oh yeah, that's the word, yeah.
0: Okay, uh, that's first. And second, it's um. It's just something I th- that seven seven seven. If they brought it up for any reason, I've never heard anybody bring it up before. So as soon as I heard it, I said, "What's that?" And I got that you know it's a symbol for, let's say, white sorcery. But that's all I can tell you not because, I, just because I don't know more
3: do you feel that it's an intervention uh, similar to what they've been doing to all the nuclear uh, warheads like we've heard stories no, of no this was so,
0: this was something a little bigger because whatever whatever was so da- dangerous on that satellite was luckily likely uh, st- let's say, soaked in in black sorcery. It could have been some kind of a 5G activation that was going to kill everybody to it was a 5G activation that was going to zombie everybody. It could be a burst of energy that was going to disconnect people from their higher selves. Who knows what could have been on there? But it was definitely, you know, a lot of black energy associated with it.
3: Well, the good news is that it's been destroyed.
0: Precisely. Okay, we got two minutes left. What would you like to say? Good night, or goodbye, or. We got Tuesday, we're going to be back together again, the four of us.
3: Yeah, it'll be November 8th. And it'll be it'll November be
0: 8th. Oh, my God. How exciting. Crazy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
3: Well, thanks for having me on the show again on my say what uh monthly appearance and I hope our audience and chatters uh, enjoyed the show. It's always fun to chat with you guys. So thanks for having me and I'll talk to you uh next uh, Tuesday, November 8.
0: You know, it's Isn't funny. It's funny because we, we we could do Tuesdays and we do Saturdays. But the energy on the Saturday is different than the energy on the Tuesday, even though it's I same feel it people. too. I feel yeah. a different energy on Saturdays. <coughs> yeah. Yep. weird. Might be how many listeners or who's listening or, you know, I don't know. But it's very, very discernible. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, Walt, I'm sorry I cut you off there.
2: No, I said the uh, Tuesday sounds like it's going to be D-Day. Like when the Allies in, uh, invaded the shores of Normandy, D-Day, the big, like, the big uh, invasion. Biden
1: said it may take weeks to get the true answer.
3: <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever he says.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Because okay. only the truth comes out of those lips, right? <laughs> Don't
1: forget love blankets, y'all. Thanks for being with us. I'm saying
3: bye-bye. Thanks, Dolly. Thanks, Bossy. Good night, everybody. Thank you for being here with us.
0: And thank you, Dave. And everybody, we will start up uh, live shows again on Tuesday. So be safe and um, vote, vote, vote. Bring people to help you. Go vote. Thank you very much. Be safe. Say what? Say what radio show With no agenda It's always a surprise But if we're not having fun We're doing something wrong